Welcome to Keeping It Real with Frankie D, the very first Italian-American podcast and the home of your Italian-American moment. I am your very proud host, Frankie D, and we can be heard at ItalianAmericanLife.com, on iTunes, Stitcher, your podcast app. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. My guests today are Anthony and Sonia Aliotto from Italian law, and they are experts in many things, but especially Italian legal topics, estate filings, transferring title, and that's just to name a few. There's quite a few other things that you do. Uh, Very, very useful and helpful uh, group you have, uh, and we'll get into that. Uh, but before we get into all of the things you do, I want to welcome you both to the show. And uh, just tell us a little bit about your Italian background, where you're from in Italy. Okay. Um, well, my name is Anthony Aliotto, spelled A-L-I-O-T-O, Aliotto, and pronounced uh, incorrectly, you might say. Uh, and I am, uh, my parents were from Sicily and immigrated here. And um, what can I say? Living in the Italian-American community, which is not what it used to be, but now with the many Italians that are coming and immigrating, we have fresh Italians with a new mentality and educated and simpatici. That is, they are charming. Then there's my wife, Sonia. Sonia, yes. I am uh, not Sicilian. I'm from Ferrara. (laughs) And uh, I uh, immigrated to California 23 years ago. Uh, and I've always been living here. Uh, I started this business with my husband uh, in uh, uh, 2007, but uh, we had already, um, we were already working for Italian community um, in for four, for four years, uh, um, focused mainly on uh, uh, legal translations. Uh, and then gradually we uh, started, uh, you know, we passed to a different type of a business, uh, uh, which was more focused on uh, uh, successions uh, and uh, um, consultation in a real estate matter. And yeah. I would think just logically, as the generations have passed, there's probably a lot more potential customers for you both because we're talking about my grandfather came from Italy, my great-grandfather came from Italy, and they left this house and uh, things of that nature. I would assume that that's a, a common uh, customer of yours or common questions, I should say. So um, tell me a little bit about all these different services that you provide. Well, uh, our objective is to make life easier because we realize that when you jump into the Italian administrative frying pot, that you are confused. How come I can't get it done? You cannot think in American mentality how to get things done in Italy. So we come to the rescue with the fire hose and put out the flames in the sense of make you calm and understand we'll get it done for you. And getting it done means filing documents in Italy to accomplish the goal, giving clarity to the client uh, who might be uh, uh, somebody whose grandparents left the property, money in the bank, an insurance policy, how do I get that all done? And uh, without having to go to the council and getting more confused because they have an aspect which is strictly administrative, they figure out what to do in some of the circumstances and help you, but sometimes they confuse you. So we are the panacea uh, in speaking plain English about Italian legal terms. And uh, so we help people uh, all the time and uh, have a big following about 
Thank God we found you guys, but I've been working on this for 14 years and you guys fixed it in 20 minutes, in 20 minutes. Well, I'm exaggerating that, but you know what I mean? We fixed it in quattro uh, quattro, as we say in Italian, which means quickly, okay? Well, I would say that uh, when you bring up like the council general's office, I mean, I'm speaking from Chicago, if someone did have a need for information about this, I, I don't even think they would help you at all. I mean, you would have to come to uh, a service that you both provide or you'd be in big trouble. <laughs> you'd just be lost. Um, yeah, because they don't give advice. That's the point. They do not give advice. They say, this is the procedure. You don't understand the procedure. Uh, we can say only so much. And then people launch into their own personal situation. And the council is not there to figure out what to do, but how to do it. And uh, so that's where we come in because we are essentially understanding, we're fielding the question, understanding Italian law, understanding the procedure administratively and helping the client to move forward before they get too much older. Yes, it's not the counselor's job to you know, right. give advice, of course. So that's, that's why right. the exactly right. you know, Italians then- Correct, correct. It's not, it's not their job. Plus it's, it's, it's not what they provide. It's not the service they provide. Right. Unfortunately, when people are in this position, they're lost because this isn't just call an attorney. This is a specialized uh, uh, service that you both provide. So uh, that's why I'm really excited about this, because I'm sure that this is stuff that comes up with many Italian-Americans. And uh, I would assume you have clients in the C Canadian Italians and that's South correct. American as well. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. Most of them are Italian-Americans, but we have Canadian Italians. We have a few clients in Australia um, and a couple of clients out of Hong Kong. Uh, how that gets into the play, I'm not so understandably uh, enthusiastic about trying to explain that. But essentially, most people are Italian-Americans or they have some root in Italy, whether it's just a bank account in Italy, and uh, they're not Italian, but they, they, they have some, something to get out of the Italian administration. That's where we come in. And I would imagine that the beauty of today is I don't need to actually sit down with you both to right. handle this. I could be sitting in Oklahoma and right. you could provide me the service and we could take care of everything. That's right. That's, That's right. absolutely correct. Most of our clients, we've been doing this a long time. And I would say about 20 to 30 percent of our clients know us because they happen to be in the area. The other clients are all over the place. They're in Boston. They're in uh, they're in Texas, they're in uh, no, Oklahoma, hasn't happened yet, <laughs> but essentially they are uh, sp spread out over many different states in the U.S. and some provinces in Canada, and of course a few clients that are you know, in Australia, uh, but they all have something in common. It's called la nostra italianità, which means I have something in my DNA and I inherited it and I don't know what to do about that situation, and we address it in administrative terms, in legal terms, to resolve the issue, whatever that issue may be. But we also have clients of non-Italian origin, uh, or foreigners essentially, yeah, um, who are interested in buying property in Italy or want to sell property that they previously purchased in Italy. And we assist them too with the necessary uh, documents, uh, uh, with the uh, necessary bags to do that in the best you know, way, and more advantage uh, the um, to their advantage, uh, essentially. Um, and out of curiosity, what would be like the the most um, the most common service that that is asked of you? Or would it be finding a bank account? Would it be would it be selling a house? Well, it's it's hard hard one to answer. 
I would say uh, people are thinking that they need a power of attorney when it may not be necessary, okay, depending on the circumstances. So the Italian power of attorney, and of course, we should be doing this in Italian uh, because maybe things we don't speak Italian, we do. But essentially, uh, powers of attorney uh, to accomplish what? To sell the property, okay? You need a power of attorney to do that. How do you do that? What is the formality of that? Uh, some Italian, non-Italian attorneys call us and say, I have this estate of some of it's in Los Angeles, some of it's in Chicago. And then we have on the island of Capri a piece of property. How do I, they scratch their head and say, this is the Italian piece. We don't understand. So we end up getting involved in piling that estate through Italian channels and the, the non-Italian attorney pilots it through a probate. By the way, there is no such thing as probate in Italy. So uh, probate, uh, excuse me, uh, powers of attorney, uh, title property searches, which is the common thing that we use all the time, every day, because people make stories. They say, my grandfather had this property. And I say, wait a minute, I don't, it's not that I don't believe you. Let me check it. So we, on the keyboard, say, write it to the Italian government database. And I find out that that is true. The grandfather born in 1910 still owns eight acres and a house in Italy, and it's still his name, and no work has been done to transfer the title. Okay, so the procedure is typically uh, apurare, which in Italian means make sure that what they're telling me is reflective of what the Italian government database says about that abandoned asset. Um, then people call us and say, I own the property. I say, yes, you own the property. What do you want to do? I want to sell it. And so we do the paperwork for selling the property. We are not a real estate agency, uh, but we do the legal side to put the glue between the buyer and the seller when there is such a thing. There's occasionally, occasionally, hold on a second, I'm running out of battery here. Occasionally, uh, we have insurance policies that are Italian insurance policies and the beneficiaries are here, uh, here meaning outside of Italy. And uh, we handle uh, sword fighting with Italian banks and Italian insurance companies to get the money out of Italy to, to the destination, which is the beneficiary in this case of the insurance policy, the Italian insurance policy. So we do many things, um, but for the most part, people call us, they want advice of various, uh, various types. And uh, that answer could be long and I'm being too long-winded right now, I realize, but uh, essentially there's no, everybody wants a dozen donuts, it's that, that type of thing. Yeah. Wow, no, it's, it's, it's gotta be a, a nightmare for someone that is yes. Italian American, American, and they just don't, you know, they don't speak Italian. They've been never been to Italy. It, it's difficult enough here when you're American, right. let alone dealing with a foreign country. So you guys provide the service from A to Z. Is that correct? Yes, A to yes. almost Z, because sometimes we say that's not our thing. Okay. Um, and there are examples of that. For example, I want to gift my one third share to Uncle Luigi, who's living in Italy. Well, we can do the paperwork, but we don't accomplish the transfer of title for a gifting. Una donazione non si può fare se non tramite un notaio. Okay, so, uh, you know, I would say we're A, almost uh, A to Y, <laughs> WXY. Yes, the end for uh, certain transactions, you need a notaio in Italy, what is called a notaio, which is not exactly a notary, but it's uh, a public officer that can uh, uh, formally transfer uh, the property from one uh, uh, person to another. Uh, if it's uh, uh, about uh, a succession uh, inheritance, then no, we can do everything. A to, a to Z, right. Because it's possible to transfer the title from here. But uh, if you have to transfer a title between two living people, then you need ultimately uh, to involve uh, a notaio in Italy. And we have a network of notai that uh, assist us in uh, 
in this type, in, in the transaction, uh, especially because they need supporting documents that we provide to the notario, starting from the power of attorney, but also other documents uh, that uh, are- Affidavits, for example. Affidavits, uh, exactly. And, uh, uh, you know, all those uh, um, and documents that we are, are will be attached to the uh, uh, final uh, uh, sales contract. But I would also add that the misconception is I got to go to Italy to get it done. Not in the digital world. Not in the digital world. Except for if you're collecting, you're trying to get the money out of the bank after you've done all the preliminary work through our office, you may have to go to Italy because the bank wants to see you, uh, look at your eyeballs and see that you are that person with all the documentation. But for the most part, unless there's money in the bank, and uh, we had two clients uh, this year, that, uh, well, two, two clients this year where the bank wanted the client to go to Italy to sign, and we said, that's baloney. We know Italian, we know international law, and we were right, and we got the money out of the bank without the client in Los Angeles, in this case, having to go to Italy. And he was 80 years old, and he was spry and all that. He wanted to go, I said, you don't have to go. Uh, we'll take care of it for you. Uh, but essentially, these are all sorts of intrigues uh, and mystifications that are put out there by certain authorities. They don't know international law. Okay, but you don't have to go to Italy all, always. Okay. Right. So the money was was electronically sent to this gentleman and he didn't have to. That's correct. That's correct. After we went with the bank, uh, bank officials a few times, uh, we essentially uh, we provided the path to get it done internationally and legally. And the first news that came to us was you've got to have the client from, fly from Los Angeles to uh, this town, this bank in Italy. And I said, no, no, that's not true. You don't know, but that's not true. And so we convinced the bank, the, the client got his money. There was a wire transfer was sent to his bank account in Los Angeles. And uh, he was thrilled. Okay. Yeah, but we also represent our clients uh, in Italy uh, because we go to Italy uh, every year. And uh, during our staying, we can also... You know, represent them uh, when it's necessary before a notario or before a bank, right. uh, so we can uh, assist them completely without uh, um, forcing them to uh, travel to Italy. To uh, well, uh, close with this business. sudden uh, rage of of uh, foreigners, Americans buying these cheap houses that are being offered in these small towns, um, is that okay? So that would be something like, I mean, if I was going to buy a house. I'll be honest, if it was $500, I still feel like you have to have a lawyer involved. Uh, well, would that be something that you guys provide? And then I guess that would you would stay with them because now they own this house there. And, you know, maybe one day they want to sell it. Once again, you need a lawyer. Okay, that's a snake pit. Be careful uh, uh, because people think it's a piece of cake and it's not. I could tell you in, in the summary form, the town wants to populate itself and, and also create some revenue. They have 42 houses that have not been occupied or in disrepair. The mayor decides that he wants to, uh, uh, to accommodate the population of the town. And he says, okay, if you're serious about this, here's the property, this is the state of the property. It needs work, we know that. You give us 5,000 euros, the 5,000 euros are held in reserve and you have three years to fix up the place. And you're going to spend 20, 30, 40, 50, you know, it depends, money to fix it up and put it up to code. And at that point, you've spent this money, and this could be done by one party. I know a couple in Scotland or a group of people in Scotland that bought this property as community property, and they did it. Okay. And they spent money divided by the number of people that were invested uh, mm -hmm. psychologically, and also went, they also went on title. 
and they got their 5,000 euros back as a credit. So it's not easy. You've got to come up with 5,000, which is not a big number, but realize that you have to be married to this project for two, three, four years because things don't happen. If you need to change the electrical panel, the roof is falling down, the chimney, the, it goes on and on. Okay, so this is not, uh, if it's put out there for one euro, yeah, but what's all the, what's all the uh, intrigue in the middle? And that means, you, you know, you got to have uh, stick-to-itiveness and also uh, go with this project in terms of uh, you solved it. So you spend it, you solved it. So yeah, the deal itself may sound attractive right. because one house for one euro and then uh, maybe it doesn't require too much money to be fixed, but we knew never know because if it's for one euro, it's a house that's been abandoned for right. a long time and uh, it's a, a lot of work. Right. Uh, but also, uh, uh, have you... Uh, uh, you know, checked out what is around the house. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, if the uh, um, town uh, has sufficient services uh, when you, you know, uh, decide to live in that house, uh, do you have everything you need from the city uh, to make it livable in every sense? Yeah. So yeah, remember that these are houses in small towns. You won't find this situation in Milano, Roma, Bologna. Uh, Palermo, in the peripheries, you may find this, but generally these properties are borghi, which means abandoned hamlets, or almost abandoned hamlets that are worth investments. Uh, and I can tell you, there's a company that has bought up the whole town. I know one person that bought up the whole town. Okay, and they've now introduced fiber optics in there. It's now called un albergo, and I'm going to call it a phrase, un albergo uh, horizontale. I think yes. Yeah, there's, there's some major companies that are buying towns and they have no problem with money. And yeah. they turn these places into B&Bs, but on the effect, you know, one place has got a swimming pool, you got tennis courts and this and that, it's all been invested. And, but there are corporations behind yeah. us doing this. This is not for the small player. Yeah, but that makes more sense because it makes the place itself, the town itself, more livable. It's That's not right. just the house, right. uh, like yeah. a cathedral in the desert. Like right, they're creating a destination yeah. for many, and they'll spend their money there, and and so on. Right. Yes, yes. Um, real quick scenario, and maybe you have answers, and maybe you don't. So, uh, a gentleman, Italian citizen, lives in America, owns a house, his house in Italy. He passes mm -hmm. away. The house is only in his name. But his wife, who is an Italian citizen as well, uh, and the children are Italian citizens as well, but they live in America. Does the house automatically go to the wife or do they need to do paperwork to put it in the wife's name? Or should they just put it directly in the, in the kids' names because the wife is elderly, elderly? I understand. Yes, uh, in any case, you always need to uh, file a declaration of succession. There is nothing that happens automatically. So you have to uh, fill out uh, this form with attachments, because uh, that's what we do, uh, and uh, uh, indicate who the heirs are. Uh, if there is no testament, uh, no will, the heirs are the wife and the children, because for real estate, it's, it is Italian law that applies. And Italian law states that if there is a wife and children, they uh, uh, all inherit a share of the house. Uh, the uh, uh, fact that they are Italian citizens uh, is also an important uh, factor because uh, you may benefit uh, from uh, what we call uh, uh, the uh, uh, prima casa uh, tax reduction. 
So it's important to indicate that too in the declaration of succession that uh, the wife, for example, or one of the children is an Italian citizen. One is sufficient to have reduction on the on the transfer taxes. But in any case, uh, you always have to file these documents. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Um, I would add. I would add only that Sonia said filling out a form. Well, that's true, but the form is rather technical. And the uh, software that's needed that we have in our office that we use essentially allows us to plug in all the necessary information and the software calculates all the transfer fees. It calculates the share amounts. The wife gets a third. They and the rest of the kids get the, 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 the uh, two thirds, however number of kids there are. So this is stuff we know intellectually, but actually the software is what we use to make sure we get it right the first time. Okay? One of the first questions in the, one of the questions in the software is it, uh, la prima casa is this the first house for somebody uh, that they, that uh, will be theirs, and they are Italian citizens? And the answer is yes. Discount? No, no discount. So there's it's a form, but it's not a form that you just could fill out yourself. Gotcha, gotcha, absolutely. Uh, so uh, Sonia, we met in person recently in yeah. uh, our nation's capital, Washington D.C. Uh, you were there uh, for a seminar a conference, if you will, for comites. An assembly, is, yes, to vote for our uh, CGA uh, representatives. Right. And for those who don't know, comites is a comitati per italiani all'estero, which is the group that, an elected group, mind you, that yes. represents Italian citizens in the different, in each uh, council general's office in the United States has a comites. That's correct. We are affiliated with San Francisco? Yes, I'm a member of the uh, San Francisco Comites, uh, and I was a member uh, with the previous Comites so for six years. Uh, I was the uh, uh, elected secretary of uh, uh, the previous Comites, and now I'm a, a regular member, let's say, but I'm also the president of the uh, Commissione Impresa e Turismo, commission uh, that, uh, um, let's say, uh, handles uh, 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 issues related to Italian uh, uh, firms uh, or firms uh, owned by Italians uh, in our uh, jurisdiction, the uh, consular uh, jurisdiction of uh, uh, San Francisco, and also Turismo, uh, because we are also uh, trying to focus on uh, Turismo di Ritorno, or Delle Radici, so tourism for uh, to Italy, uh, for, uh, Italian to, uh, tourists, uh, but uh, that are of Italian origin, that are interested in uh, uh, uncovering or you know, getting closer to their roots. Uh, and that's uh, very important. And, yeah. and uh, it's a volunteer position. I know a lot about it. My wife is on the Comites in Chicago group. And, uh, you know, uh, as an Italian American, thank you guys for, uh, for all your work. It's not easy. And at the end of the day, it is something that benefits our people. Yes, thank you. Thank you and thank you for allowing us to uh, talk about our business. Uh, and, you know, so please tell us, how do I get a hold of you guys when I wanna go sell Nono's house? Uh, well, you go to our website, italianlaw.net and you write to us, uh, there's a form there and say, I've got this situation. Uh, I want to, um, my objective is to uh, take title to the property in Italy. And uh, they really say there's a bank account also, but, uh, and the other assets in Italy. And they write to us and tell us who they are. And they tell us 
in whose name the, the, uh, is the estate or what name do we want to deal with in the first go around. So this is done through our website. And there's also an 800 number. Sometimes it's easier just to call us and um, you know talk to us for, there's no charge for a few minutes. Uh, if we get into what is that number? Uh, eight, uh, one, eight hundred, excuse me, one, eight, six, 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 nine, four, five, five, zero, zero, one, eight, six, 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 nine, four, fifty, five hundred. That's our 800 number. We answer immediately and try to give answers preliminarily immediately. Okay. Beautiful. Or italianlaw.net, Anthony and Sonia, a married couple working together. That blows my mind. That that's <laughs> God, God bless you. Well, God it's bless. not that it's not easy. It's a challenge every oh day. Oh my God, it cannot be easy. I, I put it this way: God bless you because I'm going to be totally honest. I could not do it. I could not hey. do it. Yeah, but, death, but to be together on a daily basis, that's not easy. So God bless yeah. you. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Thank well, there's you tomatoes. Fine. There's some, uh, signs of tomato tosses tomatoes. T- tomatoes being tossed on our, in our house. And we didn't know Papa Francesco personally, we probably would not be in the business. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for the interview. And, uh, and it's, and it's, it's an arm of our Italian American people because you provide a really important service for them and help them through their, uh, their difficult times. So thank you so much. And, uh, Last thing I want to say, it's my new phrase, respect your culture. That's my phrase to the Italian-Americans, respect your culture, meaning your Italian culture. It's a beautiful culture and you must respect it. And we'll go into what that word means another day. Viva la familia. Viva la familia, yes. All right. Well, thank you both. Have a great day and I appreciate the interview. Thank you. Thank you, Frank. Thank you.